best car for big families. People are so torn, and I get this all the time. So we might as well nail it now, once and for all. I'm John Canogan from autoexpert.com.au, and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously. Or you can just click the card that's... Up there now, dude. Picture this, okay? You're having one of those normal days, and there's nothing memorable about this day. It's just like every other friggin' day, okay? You've got three kids, and they tolerate you. They think you're a bit of an idiot, like a lot of an idiot, but you're their dad. That's their job. You've got a wife who tolerates you, and not everyone can say that, so you're doing okay. You've got it sorted. Those three kids, they're on their way. They're... 8 to 11 or something like that. One in the middle. God knows. Anywho, then wifey chimes in with, darling, you go, uh-huh. She goes, we're having twins. And you go, <laughs> Jesus. The only thing about your life that that won't change is nothing, Okay. It's going to be serious on all fronts. Like, where are you going to put them? Where are you going to put them on the domestic front? How are you going to afford to educate them? How are you going to transport them? This is a big question, right? I get this all the time and people are so torn by it. They're utterly ripped apart philosophically because I think they know the answer. So let's go through one of those, which I got over the past couple of days. And like, I've had the day from hell today, so I've got nothing scripted and I wanted to get a video out. I want to be more accessible to you. And this is a way of doing that. So if I trip over my tongue, please just forgive me. This is from Craig Thomas and respect Craig for not having a nervous breakdown at this point. Craig says, let me preface this with go easy on me, mate. Don't worry, you're already in enough pain, Craig. Don't string me out to dry too much in any possible YouTube videos you may make. No, I'm going to completely straight bat, dude. I've been a long-time fan. And hey, I'd much rather you'd been a long-time hater. I'd still help you. I do find the haters more entertaining. But your problem just takes the cake, dude. The wife and I are looking at getting a new car due to our ever-expanding young family. That's one way to look at it. I'm glad you're seeing it positively. We are expecting twins in late December, and we are interested in the new Hyundai Palisade as it manages to tick a lot of the boxes. We already have three children, right? The three kids in this case are 8, 11, and 13. So they are well on their way. And our latest... Little family members were kind of unexpected. Still being diplomatic, even in this face of this adversity. I like it. Talk about a surprise, says Craig. That's one way of putting it. Stopping short of a minivan, we are looking at the CX-9, MUX and the Palisade. People always say that, stopping short of a minivan. No one wants the discount vasectomy option. (laughs) The people mover. And yet, Anyway, we'll get into that. Craig goes on and says, This car will most likely be used by mum and the kids as I have a second vehicle. Thank Christ for small mercies. I was looking at the 223 seating arrangement for the Palisade. You can also get Palisade in 233. So he's looking at 223. 
for easier access to the rear seating for the younger two and ease of fitment for twin car seats. The eldest will spend 95% of the time in the front, but when we go out as a family, she will have to sit in the back. Okay, so he's kind of thought this through. Given how new to Australia the Palisade is, I thought I'd reach out to you, to me, uh, to get my professional opinion on their car choices. I look forward to hearing from you. I don't think you're going to like what I say, Craig, because it's not what you want to hear. But let's run through the options on the shortlist, dude. Okay. MUX. MUX is a hastily tarted up D-Max ute. Okay. And by hastily tarted up, I mean, they've got the fundamental architecture and it's a ute and they put a wagon body on the back of it and sex it up in all kinds of ways that are not immediately apparent, I guess you'd say. But fundamentally, vehicles like this, and I would include the Pajero Sport and Fortuna in that camp. You know, there are others as well. I can't think. Oh, the Everest and Ranger is the big obvious one, isn't it? You know, so they're all those kinds of vehicles where you start with a ute and you end up with a wagon by dropping a few more bucks in R&D, okay? Those vehicles ride like utes generally they might be a little bit better than the ute but they're still based on the ute they're still going to be agricultural in the manner of a ute and that kind of matters if all you're going to do is run the kids to school and go to the shops and take them to sport like sport man you're going to have you're going to have five different sporting events in five different suburbs all across the city to get the kids to and from that's not like a logistic head fuck is it anyway you need a vehicle that will do that and i'd suggest an mux is not the best tool in the shed for that i also have some reservations about isuzu's capacity to commit decent customer service in australia and if i was going to buy a vehicle of that nature i'd make it a pajero sport but i would never look at the rear because what were they thinking? Anyway, I think Pajero Sport's probably the best bet of vehicles of that ilk, okay? Because Mitsubishi's got that big warranty and they're not bad at customer service either, which is always nice. And you get an eight-speed transmission in the Pajero Sport and coil springs at the rear for a little bit of added civility. But frankly, unless you are thinking, seriously thinking, about doing a lot of harsh off-road driving or some really, really, really heavy towing, this is not the right choice. And it's going to drive you nuts getting into row three because that's a compromise at best, okay? And I'd say the same thing about CX-9 because... CX-9's got that solid bench across, or it's, it's split, but it's still kind of not easy to get into row three, right? And you're going to be doing such a lot of that as a family. There are going to be people who have to move into row three. It can either be adults getting kids into row three, great way to work up a sweat in summer before the air conditioning's on, or it's going to be, you know, those elder kids climbing into row three, that's going to be a pain in the ass. And Palisade will solve that problem if you buy the seven-seat version because you will have a gap between seating positions uh, two and three, uh, seating positions three and four in the Palisade. Row two is going to have two bucket seats with a gap in the middle and you will have, as they say in Japan, walk-through facility, okay? You'll be able to get there without moving any seats out of the way and that is kind of a big deal, Okay because of the number of times you're going to be doing it. 
if you're buying a seven-seat SUV because you might occasionally use seats number six and seven back there in row three, then, okay, knock yourself out. Do the climbing. Do the gymnast thing. That's okay if it's only a couple of the kids' friends occasionally in row three and you've got three kids. That's doable. Not a problem. Okay, But if you're a big family, you're doing it all the time, it's just going to be like a front row seat in the pain in the ass express. That's just how this rolls. Okay, I'd strongly suggest, and I know you don't want to go there, but the best tool for this job is a Kia Carnival. And I'll tell you why. Okay, Because A, the Palisade is old. It's not kind of the same generation as the latest Santa Fe and Tucson in Hyundai's range, okay? It's bigger, but it's kind of old, okay? And it was also, in my view, somewhat hastily converted to right-hand drive from left-hand drive, all right? And the obvious things to look at there are the dodgy manual handbrake switch, which they just moved across when they converted the driver's controls to right-hand drive. And it's not in a bad place for a left-hand drive arrangement. It's quite close to the transmission shifter, which you would be accessing with your right hand in a left-hand drive market. But in Australia, it's kind of one hand over here to do that and the other hand way over here to get the handbrake off. And that's just, I hate it, okay? And there's also that grab handle, ridiculous grab handle arrangement where there's a detent in the roof for the the grab handle for the left-hand drive version, which exists in a right-hand drive palisade. And I don't even think they've put a left-hand drive grab, a left-hand grab handle over there for the front left passenger in our ones, the right-hand drive ones. So there's that. There's all of that to consider. It's it's a bit rough around the edges, frankly. It's big enough. It'll do the job, but it's not as good as a carnival, which is thoroughly well sorted out for big families, okay? If you're using those back rows all the time, you've got these massive twin sliding doors that just give you fantastic access, okay? And access is really important when you are getting five people into rows two or three, okay? And or three. Better arrangement for the child seat anchor points as well. You've got more luggage space with all the seats deployed. Carnival just rocks. And it's got all these clever features for families, right? It's well sorted out on the air conditioning in all the rows and all of that stuff. And if you get all those kids, you take them all to the beach, they all run off and the missus goes chasing them and you look at your car and all the windows are down and the sliding doors are open on both sides and tailgates up like this. And you think, oh, well, I'll just take care of the security, right? Dead simple in a carnival. Like, I think in the high spec anyway, like in the high spec, I've done this. You can just press the lock button and hold it on the remote and all of the doors shut and the sliding side glass comes up and the sliding glass in the front even comes up, okay? You can't shut the front doors like that, but the two sliding doors and the tailgate will shut and all the glass just secures itself. And it's got the full-length airbag protection as well, which is kind of important when you're putting all of that precious cargo in row three, okay? And I know you don't want to hear it. I know you think a people mover is like the equivalent of a discount vasectomy. It's like discount vasectomy, you're telling everyone as you drive down the road. It's actually not that at all. A carnival is quite rewarding to drive, right? It just is. And it shouldn't be, but it's got this awesome breadth of capability. You can fit 
eight people in it. So you don't have to lock yourself in like you do with the Palisade. You're either buying seven-seat Palisade or eight-seat Palisade. With Carnival, you get eight seats and you can remove the centre seat of row two. It just clips out. You put it on a shelf in your fat cave and then if you ever need it, you just clip it back in. But when you're just taking the fam, you've got walk-through facility, which is fantastic. It's exactly what you need as a young family. It's not that cheap, Carnival. If you buy the fully loaded Carnival, it's going to cost you like pretty much the same as a Palisade. It's a fairly expensive thing, but so it would want to be because it's got all the fruit. It's just really well sorted out. And I sort of urge you to get your preconceptions about minivan from the 1980s or something and just park it at the door, okay, and then get out and drive a carnival with an open mind because it's a really well-sorted-out thing. It's great to drive long distances in particular, but it's also not as big as you think. It's only like this much longer than a Mazda 3, okay? So this this perception that it's huge, it kind of feels huge. It's quite wide. It's got a lot of loft in the roof space and things like that, and it can feel big. But, dude, if you can drive... A Mazda 3, certainly if you can drive a Palisade, you can drive a Carnival. And it's not a big, bulky, unwieldy thing to drive. So it's not that. And it kind of even looks cool, you know? So for all these reasons, buy the vehicle you don't want, Craig. Do something to make your life easier. Because God knows there's going to be quite a few challenges down the track there. It's only, what, another... 30 years or something until the last one moves out, if you're lucky. So for the next few years at least, buy the Carnival, dude. And, you know, you say that you don't want to have a minivan, but trust me, you might not want to have a minivan. You need a minivan. Just deal with it. Man up, dude. There's going to be so many things you are going to have to suck up and man up about in coming weeks to years. So on this, just take this hard knock first, and then you'll discover that it's actually not that bad because every time I drive a carnival, right, I love performance cars, love performance cars, right? But every time I drive a carnival, I try to hate it and I fail. And that's got to tell you something, dude. So best of luck with that. Buy the friggin' carnival.